0: I'm your boy, Stevie Jobber.
1: And you guys already know where you at. You at the Dangerous Jobbers Podcast, where we're just putting wrestling over one podcast at a time. Uh, thanks for tuning in this week, guys. We got a lot of stuff to discuss with you. Uh, we got some good news with some with the indies. We got mm. not-so-good news with WWE, but uh, and everything in between. So we're going to kick it right off. We got the wrestler of the Pie This week we're going to start with somebody who might come as a shock. Somebody that you guys might not have assumed would be on here and that we would be highlighting. Mm -hmm. But, uh, the rest of the pod this week is W Morrissey. And if you guys don't know what that name is and who that is, none other than big Cass. Uh, he just recently got signed to impact wrestling, made his debut, uh, He's looking like he's in phenomenal shape, probably the best shape he's ever been in. Uh, So it's good to see him back in the wrestling ring, looking better, both physically and mentally. Always been a solid big man. And his potential with Impact is pretty limitless. So hopefully they can do right by him and he can do right by them. And they can make a beautiful partnership out of this new
0: deal. Yeah, man, that's what I'm hoping. It's uh, It's been quite a while. Um, you know, he's been away getting sober and, you know, finding his passion for wrestling again. Um, mm-hmm. but it's good to, it's good to see him somewhere that'll, uh, showcase him the right way. He's in fantastic shape. Like you said, Big ass is in really good shape. Um, I wonder if it means they'll bring Enzo in, but more importantly, just that he's back, um, doing what he loves and, uh, he, you know, it remains to be seen what they're going to do, but, you know a lot of people just don't make it back from that place when they leave so mhm that's the biggest thing yeah
1: and and like i said i mean it's always good when you can see somebody who was going down a dark path you can see them come back get themselves together and not to say he was in bad shape in wwe cuz he really wasn't but mm-hmm. it's just once he left wwe that's when he got got into the rougher shape and now he's actually starting to he's he's he looking pretty Looking pretty built, if I don't say so myself.
0: Yeah, pretty badass, actually.
1: I don't understand the name change or the the way he went with his name, but, I mean, there there, there was worse names out
0: there. He could have been the yeah. novelty. I mean, it's literally the only critique I would have. Like, I get that it's his name, mm-hmm. and there's already... What is his first name? William, I believe. Uh, yeah, William. Um, So I get why you don't want to be William but i don't know like the the i thought Kaz XL was a good name
1: yeah i mean that that would have been a i think it would have been the perfect marketing name for him yeah and, and putting that on t-shirts and merchandise it actually looks
0: badass mhm it's you... just uh i don't know for me uh the name isn't doesn't speak to how intimidating he is mhm but i mean you know Small
1: nitpick. Yeah, I mean, but but we'll see. Hopefully, he can actually do right with this new uh with this new second run, and he can get something good out of it, and maybe it'll be a beautiful partnership for him and Impact.
0: Yeah. Um, I guess we'll start with uh MLW. Um yeah. That's where the big indie news is this week, anyway. I feel like. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though it's it's small, but it's it could grow into something big. I mean, the first thing is. Um, two of our wrestlers, the pods, are going head to head this week. Uh, Leo Rush and Myron Reed.
1: Damn, going we, we, we're going to have to renew our rivalry again with these two.
0: Yeah, so, and, and they're putting the title back on the line. So, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I feel like the title should stay where it is. And Leo Rush has been doing great promos like every week, uh, cracking me up. So, I like the title where it's at, but I don't know really what's next for Myron. So maybe he could be getting the title back. I'm not sure.
1: I'm not going to lie. Anytime Myron Reed is in a match, him or his partner, Jordan Oliver, I'm always going to go with them. But I'm not going to lie. I agree with what you said. I think it's too soon to take the belt off of Leo. Um, He's been a great champ so far. Not to say he's a better champ than Myron, but... I think Leo has definitely had a lot more eyes on MLW as the champ
0: than Myron. So mm. I, w- I, w- I would say it's too soon to take the belt off of him. Yeah, and I feel like for the benefit of MLW, maybe that's where it should stay mm-hmm. because of the outreach. Um, the next big thing is really the biggest thing from MLW really is just that they're in talks to work with WWE to open that uh forbidden door
1: it's it's like they've been listening to us hype up mlw on the pod
0: i i'll be honest the past few months have just felt like everyone's been listening to us it really has because that... not to not to be cocky but a lot of our wrestlers of the pod are advancing in their careers very fast mm-hmm. uh which i'll get to a little later uh and it just, it I don't know, man. It just seems like, you know, we discover MLW is probably the hottest place not on televised, you know, and uh, not on television, but on YouTube. And suddenly everyone's in MLW and I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. I it mean, just, it hey. just feels like maybe uh, somebody important is listening to this and getting back to the people in charge.
1: Yeah, I mean... I, I I do find that kind of funny. I'm not going to lie. Because you figure, what do we have? We have about, I I think we can't even count on one hand how many wrestlers of the pods that we have that came from MLW or, or yeah. with MLW.
0: And I mean, we can't count um, Jordan Grace's from Impact. We can't count her because she was already on Impact. Mm-hmm. But uh, Leo becoming uh, AAA A. Cruiserweight champion, MLW champion, um, working with other wrestler of the pod, Master Slamovich on one of the cards, working with another wrestler of the pod, Will Alday, who's now in AEW. It just seems like, you know, Jordan Oliver and Myron Reed both going off into their things in Japan and whatnot. I, I and don't you know, st- man.
1: You still got a... You still got five too.
0: Mhm. And AQA, uh, yeah, who same. made it to NXT and won this past week. So what's it's that? Like se- the- that's like
1: seven people right there.
0: Yeah, it's like seven people right there. So it's just uh, I don't know. Somebody, somebody's listening to this.
1: Yeah. So yeah, I mean, and they're doing something right. They, at least they have to be. Mhm.
0: Not to pat ourselves on the back, but. Uh,
1: if, if y'all could see this on video, y'all would see it.
0: Yeah. But uh, moving on, where do we go from here? Do we go to Impact or do we go to AEW? Um,
1: I was going to jump into Ring of Honor real quick just because I got like something okay, small yeah. from there. Um, well, for a while, CMLL, which is a promotion in Mexico, they had a partnership with Ring of Honor. And just recently, I think about Two or, two or three days ago, um, they had broke it on Twitter and they announced that they are no longer in partnership with Ring of Honor so now Ring of Honor talent won't be able to go over there, and CMLL won't be sending their talent up to Ring of Honor no more.
0: now I have gonna- to I have to go back and look real quick um, CMLL is that where no, I don't think it is. It might be, but I don't think CMLO is located where? Uh Mexico. Right. Do you know what promotion um Andrade is going to be at because the news dropped that Andrade's like first big bout is going to be against Rio.
1: Off the top of my head, I'm not sure. I mean,
0: and it's in one of the Mexican territories.
1: I don't think it's AAA. And, There's definitely not a triple a
0: and i Even don't know he if, did he did challenge kenny omega for one of the triple a titles that he holds and i so don't that could be something too i don't think it was cmlo i
1: mean it might be but i'm not 100% mm-hmm. but i think that's i think that's potentially a hurt piece for Ring of honor because they've sent a lot of their talent down there to get to get noticed on mexican uh, soil and mm-hmm. cmlo has sent a lot of their talent up like i know yeah, um, um what was who's the who's the guy from AEW? Uh, Ray Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Ray Phoenix was with CMLL for a while. Um, and I know Ring of Honor's been sending Matt Taven down there.
0: Uh I do I feel like Bandito was part of that at one point too. Yeah,
1: and uh, I know I don't know everybody from Ring of Honor who's been going down there, but I know the guy they've been sending the most is uh Taven. Mm-hmm. So that's a, that's a hurt piece because Taven does a lot of good stuff down there. So I mean that's they they've been in partnership for a while, and I think it's a hurt piece for them, and it's definitely gonna they're definitely gonna feel that on their roster and on their product for sure.
0: Yeah, that's a hurt piece for them. I wonder why they broke it off.
1: It it, it could have been any number of things to me. I mean, Ring of Honor hasn't been doing the greatest stuff ever since the pandemic hit. So maybe maybe that's an attributing factor.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see that being the case. All right, well, that's, that's a hurt that's piece. We'll see how that goes for them. Mm-hmm. Um, where do we go now? Do we go to Impact or do we go to AEW? I feel uh, like one leads into the other anyway, though.
1: Yeah, I mean, we, we might as well just lead into
0: Impact. right. we're leading into Impact. Um, So, coming off really the results of Rebellion, Mm -hmm. um, and then we'll get to the big thing that'll transition into AEW. Um, There's a new X Division champ, which I guess we shouldn't really be surprised about because we kind of clown TJP a lot these days. Um... He lost the X-Division Championship to Josh Alexander, a uh, former partner of uh, Ethan Page, who's now in AEW, which is another connection. Um, so, But I knew Josh was getting a singles run. I knew he was uh, pretty dominant coming off of... I just didn't expect him to win so fast, but I mean, it is what it is. Uh,
1: yeah, I mean, I'm a I'm a fan of his. I mean, I don't I don't necessarily see it as a bad thing that he's getting the title so soon. He's always been a great uh a, ooh, excuse me. He's always been a great in ring talent. He's always yeah. been good with his partner Ethan Page, and you know, anytime TJP can can take a loss and make somebody else look better, that is clearly better. Then I'll I'll take that any day.
0: <laughs> that is clearly better.
1: <laughs> um, uh, I said I said that out loud. I'm sorry. I'm
0: sorry. You know, eventually one day this pod is going to get big enough for us to meet him, and we're going to have to apologize. <laughs> oh, I won't. Uh, you won't?
1: No. <laughs> I, 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 I I say what I say uh, respectfully, and if you cannot take what I say respectfully, then it's okay because everyone has their own opinion, and some of them are right, like me, and some of them are wrong. So. Oh,
0: big kayfabe. Okay. <laughs> um. But yeah, Josh Alexander, new X Division champ, uh, finally, 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 um, one of the women who should have won the uh, Impact Tag Women's Championship, finally won. It wasn't with Jazz, unfortunately, but Jordan Grace is uh, a new women's tag team champion. Surprisingly enough, yeah, surprisingly enough, um, with a legacy, Uh, Rachel Elring's daughter. I mean, not Rachel Elring. Paul Elring's daughter, Rachel Elring. hmm Tag team with Jordan Grace. And she's even bigger than Jordan Grace, which I didn't realize at the time. But, yeah. Just, I, I'm with I mean, it. I'm with yeah.
1: it. Anytime Jordan Grace can get something can get something good going for her, I'll take that 100% of the time. I mean, You're I would serious. like... I would always like to see her as a singles champion. But, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I guess she still true. get. I guess she's still getting her feet wet. They still want her to, you know, get a little more experience under her belt before they entrust her with so much. But I feel like mm-hmm. it's only a matter of time. I can I can comfortably say within the next maybe year or so, I could definitely see her as the uh, Impact Women's Champion.
0: Well, you know, it could be um, definitely. I mean, she's already done it once. Um, And she carried it for a good amount of time before, you know, eventually you got to pass it off. Um, This is the next best thing. I still feel like down the road, um, even though she lost her X division title shot, she could go back and get that belt, especially if it ends up back on TJP. Um, Josh Alexander, a little more intimidating, but. If I I mean if if TJP or Ace Austin ends up holding it again and she loses those tag titles, I could definitely see her being the new X Division champion, first mm-hmm. women's X Division champion. That would be pretty cool. That's my that's my hope. But um, yeah, holding the women's tag titles with uh, Rachel outring, not a bad not a yeah, bad
1: gig. Not at all, especially like like you just said, especially with a legacy. Mm-hmm. That's that's pretty good. That's pretty damn cool, if you ask me. It's always good when you can get a tag title. I feel like it's even better if you can get it with somebody who's affiliated with a legacy.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's, you know, um, working with a legacy is kind of an end. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the way that uh, AEW has been working with Impact and Impact's women's division, I mean, not Impact, uh, AEW's women's division is not amazing. Yeah, they could definitely uh, intertwine that to improve their division as well. Mm -hmm. So we'll see where that goes. Um, And then I guess you go right to the biggest news after that is uh, Kenny wins the Impact titles. So that's TNA and uh, World Champion and Impact World Champion. Not really. He was officially the belt collector.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, that that's not really a surprise. I mean, I think everybody knew Kenny Omega
0: was going to win. Yeah, I knew. I knew. I can't uh, even lie to you and say I didn't know. He was going to win that. He was going to win. I mean, because when you, when you look at it on
1: paper, you got Kenny Omega, former leader of Bullet Club. One of the best people New Japan has produced in the last 10 years. And then, you know, the elite. All that good stuff. Mm-hmm. And then on the other side of the paper, you got Rich Swan. I'm pretty sure looking at it on paper, it, the highlights speak for itself. The resume speaks for itself. I'm pretty sure everybody and their grandmother knew Kenny Omega was going to win. But it was a quality match. It really was.
0: Yeah, I'm not mad. I'm not mad at the match. Um, and they had styles that were good clashing with each other. Uh you know, I mean it was it was predictable. Yeah
1: the predictable question really
0: definitely. is the, <laughs> the question really is where do they go from here?
1: I think the same route that they are going and that's basically turning him into Thanos.
0: Yeah, but I mean where does he go? Like is it N? is it ROH, is it uh NWA now? Is it uh, New Japan. I would say I would say New
1: Japan just because they're they're having people. Well, th- there's a reason I'm saying New Japan, but I kind of don't want to get into it right this second because I know we're okay. gonna get into it after this. But okay. um, I would say New Japan. I mean, I I wouldn't rule out NWA either because all this has had that title for so long.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But me personally, I'm gonna say uh New Japan
0: I'm going to say NWA and I and I wouldn't
1: be upset with that
0: I'm going to say NWA because I feel like either WWE or New Japan has to be the last stop
1: I w- I because wouldn't be
0: upset with that because if this climaxes at New Japan with uh, Bullet Club versus Bullet Club, then it is what it is. I don't think they're going to go with Will Osprey being the guy, even though Will Osprey probably deserves that. I feel like it would be more entertaining if it was Bullet Club versus Bullet Club for the IWGP title. Then it would feel like a full circle kind of deal, um, and if it those and if they somehow do end up working with WWE to go after one of their titles, I feel like that would be okay too. Um, but I feel like those would be the last stops. Well, so going before I, that.
1: All right, so we'll say he goes. I'll, I'll, I'll try to find a way to make us both happy with this. So I'm going to fantasy book it for a second. Okay. Next, next he goes to NWA, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, he's going to NWA. Let's just say in a couple of weeks, he ends up taking his talents to NWA and challenging Aldis. We can save New Japan for last because this week on Tuesday, um, they're they're having a Bullet Club member come to Impact and debut in Impact. Um, El Fantasmo is coming over. I don't know what mm. he's doing, but he's going to be on Impact TV. Now, it's not AEW okay. TV, but it's Impact, and Kenny Omega has the Impact titles. So, so that's why I was saying New Japan would be next, because of Fantasmo's debut, and he's in Bullet Club. Got it. But if we say he goes to NWA first, let Fantasmo come over to Impact, do some stuff with Impact, and then after Kenny Omega's done with NWA, he goes to New Japan.
0: You know what? It, it is the easiest way, isn't it? Because if New Japan is working with them uh, and New Japan is working with Impact, those three are kind of, you know, easy trade-off belts. Mm-hmm. Okay, I could see it. I could see it, yeah. I see what you're saying. It would just make sense. Yeah. I got you. I got you. Um.
1: Yeah. So that that would be my that would be my assumption with it.
0: But yeah. So so basically, Kenny is uh, starting to take over the universe, and uh, gonna... we better line up the Avengers because it's uh, it's only inevitable. <laughs>
1: yeah. Very true. Very true indeed. Damn it.
0: He's coming. Um, after that, I guess we go into AEW. Before we start the real uh, AEW, because I have too much of it, um, I want to give another shout out to Will All Day. Uh, this week, he's going at it with Rusev or uh, Miro uh, on AEW Dark. I mean, shit, the guy's only been there three weeks. And he's getting he's getting mirror mm-hmm. on dark. I mean, dark isn't the official show, but three weeks in a row, and you just came off of working with Leo Rush. I mean, he's killing it right now. He's killing it right now.
1: Yeah, I mean, I we like we said we've hyped up people on the pod before, and you know we've had we've hyped up a lot of MLW people, but we've also hyped hyped up Will all day as well, and I believe that's that was that was a That was a Stevie jobber guy right there. So, Mm -hmm. and you put me on to him. I didn't even know who he was from, you know, anybody and Mm -hmm. looking at some of his stuff, watching some of his matches, he actually does do great work. So I've had to do my research and due diligence on him.
0: And it's great to see him actually getting some time to shine too. Yeah, man. I, I love it, man. I love it. I love that. Uh, all the people we've, uh, We've shouted out, are either doing um, just as great a job, and they haven't fallen off, or they're advancing even farther than we had predicted. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good to see, and you know, eventually, when we when we become head of talent relations, you know, it's just gonna it's just gonna write itself how good we pick them.
1: I mean, considering the way talent relations is going right now, I think we got a shot. I think we got a shot, man. But yeah, we'll, we're very we'll promising. Yeah, we are. But we'll wind up. We'll wind up digging town relations, a new one uh, later on in the
0: show. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. So, this is that? But uh, the other thing I had, which is not really again, I don't have a lot of AEW news. Um, the only real thing I have is that um, I want to fantasy book something if I could. Okay. So Sanjay Dutt, where is Sanjay Dutt right now? Um, I know he's in WWE. I don't know what role he has.
1: <laughs> uh, Sanjay Dutt, if I'm not mistaken, I think he, I think he was cut. You think he got cut, did he? I think he was part of the cuts last year, but last I remember he was on the, he was one of the producers or he was one of the backstage producers for uh, live TV.
0: Okay, well, even better then. Um, I have a prediction for Sanjay Dutt, not a okay. prediction, but a fantasy booking. Um, also, small tidbit: Do you know Sanjay Dutt was in MLW? Yes, for a little while, as uh, uh, the player from the MLAs. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> That's that hilarious. that I remember. That is hilarious. But um, A fantasy booking because this week, this past week, um, I was interested in the Bucks versus the Seidel Brothers. Mm -hmm. And I had a wonderful fantasy booking idea that if Sanjay Dutt was to come back and be the front man for the Seidel Brothers and have a faction with those two They could take over the mid card, potentially. Sanjay could be TNT champion or fuck it, go back to Impact, win the X Division title, bring it over to AEW, and then have the Seidel brothers uh, win the tag titles in AEW and be their like interpromotional faction of just like uh, this, this holy trinity. They all got the prayer hands, they all do the you know the um the peaceful symbols and who better to guide the the yoga sidel brothers that are all about peace and uh tranquility than the the guru himself, Sanjay Depp.
1: I would be for that. I I, w- I would not be against that at all. That's actually uh not a bad idea.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, I yeah. think it. I think it, I think it'd be a. I think it'd be a cool uh, thing. I don't think it could take over the main event, but I think it'd be a solid mid card team.
1: Yeah, it definitely would. It definitely wouldn't take over the main event by any by any stretch of the imagination, but it could definitely turn into a decent looking faction. Mm-hmm. It, it definitely could. It, I, I would be for that as long as they don't try to make it like you know all. Adam Bud, Rosebuds, Don't Be a
0: Lemon. No, 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 no. Auntie no, no. type of thing. And yeah, it it would be good. Yeah, as long as they as long as they keep it to who they are as characters. I think they got the potential to, you know, maybe main event um a show or two as like a six man tag. You yeah, know they- what I mean? Here and there or like them versus Jurassic Express or them uh, going up against Best Friends and Orange Cassidy, something like it, that.
1: Yeah, I think they could definitely do that for sure.
0: But that's that's all I really got. I mean, this week was really just more built around blood and guts. Um, yeah. So that's where I'm at with it. Um, do you got anything from AEW?
1: Um... Not that I can think of. I mean, AEW wasn't really, wasn't really over the moon for me, so mm-hmm. I, I didn't really have anything major to report on from them.
0: Yeah, I, I didn't. I don't know. Whatever, for whatever reason this week, um, you know, the wrestling is always good from them, but the stories are getting a little more, you know, straight line. Yeah, I mean, um,
1: ho- hopefully now with Kenny actually winning the title, they can uh, they can come up with some better stuff or some more interesting stuff, something that is a little bit different than their usual straight line, you know, shoot them up type of style. But other than that, it, it's really just been the same old thing for me.
0: All right. Well, with that, I guess we'll get into the main event. So, um, I guess we just go in order of the week, then, and start with Monday.
1: All right. Uh, we can start with Monday. Uh Wasn't really much to report on Sunday, you know, or not Sunday, Monday. You know, it was a lot of a lot of the same meh product that you're getting from from Monday Night Raw as per the usual. Mm-hmm. But um before we start, there is one thing I do want to highlight. And this isn't something that happened on a show in particular, but it's more of something that happened backstage. They. Recently, you know, they fired uh, Carano. So, you yeah, know, there's a, yeah. there's, a new, there's a new job you got to fill there, thankfully. And one of the people that got promoted was Jason Jordan. Jason Jordan is now the lead producer of live TV events. And now they're moving Johnny Ace from that position over to back to being the head of talent relations. And also they're moving John Cone, the referee, I believe. John Cone is now on Jason Jordan's team. And there's one other person that got Adam Pierce. Adam Pierce got promoted as well. And I don't know what his title is, but with one person getting fired, four people got promoted. Mm. So that's a good thing. I'm glad that, I'm I like seeing Jason Jordan move up that ladder.
0: Uh well, you know what it's Fascinating, Carano, leave, but um, yeah, it definitely happened for Jason. Jordan. Yeah,
1: for me, for me, um, it ain't really sad to see Corano leave. If, if he well, was on the, on the
0: basis, yeah, on the basis that he left, on it's, it's, it's not sad to see him go. Um, but I mean, seeing uh, Jason Jordan get promoted to that role is um, crazy, and uh, for whatever reason, I feel like uh, it's normally for old guys, yeah, so to, they see
1: get, him, to see a younger person actually get a role like that is speaks yeah. volumes especially for how yeah. short he's been involved backstage. What's it been? Like 3 years?
0: Right. It, it was only a short time that he's been back there in um in management instead of out in the ring. So,
1: yeah, cuz you it's figured terrible. he was he was messing around with Kurt and then he hurt his neck. Mm-hmm. And then and then he was rehabbing for a little bit before they even put him backstage. I think he spent like 6-7 months rehabbing before they put him backstage.
0: Yeah, so that's, I mean, that's pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy. I mean, I guess he's really been absorbing what the people need. hmm Oh, God. Um, who knows who, who, who knows who he was uh, under the window once they moved him backstage for him to gain so much knowledge about, um, you know, the goings-on and town kind of relations and all that good stuff, but...
1: I, I feel like for me... The fan of me wants to say Triple H might have had a soft spot for him because of mm. how his career ended, but it was a good slew of people that got promoted. Like I said, Jason Jordan, John Cone, Lord I'm iffy on, and Adam Pierce. So they they promoted
0: a good crop of people. Yeah, and you you got to think too. Triple H, I, I agree with you that it probably was a a soft spot kind of thing because you got to remember, like for a while. Um, Triple H didn't even know if Jason Jordan was going to get anywhere because he wasn't connecting until he got with Chad Gable. So then to separate from Chad and do the Kurt thing and the Kurt thing not really work out, he probably did keep him close backstage to learn stuff and get back into management.
1: Yeah, so hopefully, I mean, apparently he did good with this job and maybe he can do good with this next one and Maybe their product can get better, their stocks can rise again, and they can create some magic.
0: Yeah, I, I really hope it works out. And it'd be weird to think of Jason Jordan in any position where he would treat people um, less than they should be treated, to say the least. Yeah, um, for so real. I would hope that he'd be really good at talent relations. Um, So coming off of that, Let's get into some small stuff. I where are you with um Maya and her uh, her love interests?
1: I I think this is probably the the weirdest love triangle or love angle. I don't even know what it, what to call it anymore. Um it's it's weird to me. I mean, I understand I, I can I can see why they're using Naya. and I think she's perfect for this type of she's perfect for this angle. Like she's doing the angle very well, mm. but it's just like the people they have around her are, are a little weird to me. Like I don't I don't understand the thing with Reginald and with Garza. I maybe it's because I'm not. Krzysztof,
0: I don't I don't understand why Reginald is such a hoe to begin with. Why Reginald um, is what? Why Reginald is such a hoe? And on top of that, uh, Garza, I understand, and I feel like Garza could completely like outclass uh, uh, Reginald. But I mean, what's the attraction in Reginald anyway? Like, he's, who is this guy? You know what I mean? Like, he's he just he he serves. He is- like,
1: he is the sommelier to the stars. That is who he
0: is. But to all the stars, apparently. I thought he was exclusive at first, and then he just decided he was going to be with whoever he decided to be with.
1: I'm not going to lie. Until Reginald came on TV and I heard what his character was, I did not know what a sommelier was.
0: I Yeah, I still am not completely sure what a sommelier is.
1: It, to me, it just seems like a bad waiter that does flips.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like I, I don't know, but I'm but I on the side of Garza say, because the
1: I'm. I was gonna say you're on Garza's side. I'm on Reginald's side just for the simple fact that I feel bad for the little guy, man. I feel bad for the little guys, and I think he's more like he can flip better. He I don't know if he's more in ring talented, but as far as like, the high spots go, I think he might be better with the high spots.
0: Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Because they're both little guys. Okay. No, no. Reginald is
1: probably the smallest guy on the roster right now. Mm. You name me one person on the main roster that is smaller than Reginald.
0: Him and Garza are about the same size.
1: At least Garza has height. Reginald's like five foot two on a good day.
0: Hmm. As long as it leads to Reginald being in the ring, I think I feel okay about whatever way it goes. But
1: you mean in the ring and not fighting female talent?
0: There you go. Yeah, that part. That part. Um, didn't didn't I have it? Naya just has a thing for small guys, though. Now that I think about it, do you remember when she was um, highly attracted to to? Uh, 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 this guy, he had a he had a mic saber for a hater.
1: Oh Enzo! Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Bury me a G. Hater. He had a couple of haters. Couple of haters.
1: You know what? I'm not even gonna lie. Nia be doing her thing backstage, probably. Man, Nia's probably a little flirt.
0: You know, when you think about it, she isn't nailed down. That's on the opposite. She, you know, she she might
1: have she might have a few mm-hmm. of them guys in mm-hmm. her pocket.
0: You think uh you think she'd be hitting on the cruiserweight division?
1: I don't know, man. Maybe Naya got a thing for the cruiserweights for them acrobats. <laughs> Naya's over there, like, I got hoes in different area codes. Mm-mm. Nah, but kudos to Naya, man. She's doing her thing with this angle. I personally don't see where the angle's going, but I mean it's it's not a bad angle. It's just it's just weird to it's, me. It's-
0: it's not a bad angle, but as as long as they don't drag it out too long.
1: Yeah, as long um, as as long as it's not Mandy and Otis.
0: Yeah, and I dig Shayna just being like, you know, in the back, like cool, but whatever. Like she's a, she's above all this.
1: Not gonna lie, I could picture Shayna getting jealous.
0: <laughs> you think so?
1: I could picture Shayna getting no. like jealous, not jealous, but. Like, like if, if she ever turns on Naya, that'll be the reason she turns on Naya. While you were too I would, busy,
0: I would think she would turn on Naya because she's just like while you were Naya. too
1: busy flirting with the cruiserweights. I was carrying our tag team.
0: Well that's and that's what I'm saying. If 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 it ended up costing them matches, I could see Shayna turning on Naya, but I don't know. I'm I'm waiting for the I'm waiting for the angle where um Shayna starts flirting with uh, uh Sonya Deville to get herself title shots. <laughs> that's, that's the angle I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for um the Dol Guerrero I, angle. I was gonna Shannon say and I, I was
1: gonna say, was that the lesbian storyline that WWE was trying to make happen?
0: That would be the better one than whatever Mandy Sonia story they were going with. I'm fully on board with uh the new, the new uh, management power couple. That could be how Shannon gets her title shot, her world title. Hey, it could, ha- it, it could happen. With Sonya, until you know, it just happens. Until it benefits Coincidentally, you. Coincidentally, you know what I mean. <laughs>
1: Let's hope Peacock will allow that.
0: <laughs> That's representation, bro. <laughs>
1: Uh, let's hope, uh, man.
0: support. Yeah. There,
1: there you go. Are Chuck and are Chuck and Billy still on the Peacock Network?
0: <laughs> that would be an interesting question. That would be an interesting question. Someone should find that out for us. <laughs> um, uh, but, but moving on, before we start getting too far into this. Yeah. uh oh, Charlotte, else happened? Charlotte came that back. Was important. Charlotte. Oh came yeah. Back. I don't know yeah. if that's
1: important or not, but Charlotte's
0: back. I, Hopefully she's no. Well, she's publicly with someone else. They can't push that angle.
1: I was gonna say that. Uh, that one week, that one week suspension must have really, really caused some damage to Charlotte, man. I don't. I don't get the point of doing a suspension angle if you're gonna bring them back the following week.
0: I thought she was gonna be gone for some time. That was kind of corny.
1: Like I didn't expect it to be, you know, two months or even a month. I would have thought, like, all right, she's gone two weeks, and the third week she comes back.
0: I'd have thought but, three weeks. I'd have thought three weeks.
1: I, I could have seen it uh, at backlash, maybe. But yeah, I don't, I don't get the point of it. I feel like you just wasted life. That? Yeah, and and the thing with the ref, that thing just looked. They they basically made the ref apologize to Charlotte, and Charlotte apologized to the ref. That ref looked like like it was so forced. Mm-hmm. Like, I fell asleep but do, you,
0: but do you expect the ref to be fantastic offers?
1: No, but I also expect it to be a little bit more believable. It was just like, it felt dry. And I never mm-hmm. I never thought I would use that to describe an angle, but it, it looked, or not an angle, a segment, but it just looked dry to me. Like, it, it looked pointless. Like, it looked like you could have done without the referee being there. You could have just did that thing with Charlotte in the ring, and that was it.
0: Yeah, but i write someone on TV to bring them back like two weeks later. I, I would never understand.
1: Not, not even two weeks. You literally brought them back seven days later.
0: Was it really only a week?
1: It's really only been a week. Wow. That's why and, I don't understand it. It was literally seven days, and they brought her back. So, yeah, that, yeah I, I definitely would have given it some time because it, it wasn't anything well, it, it wasn't anything that needed to be addressed right away. You could have put the focus back on Oscar and uh, Ripley, and then at backlash, have Charlotte come back, attack the winner, and that's how Charlotte gets her name put in the, in the ring again. Yeah, like who did that
0: benefit, really? Nobody. Nobody, like, right? There there,
1: there, there was no, there was no point to do that angle. I, I don't know who wrote that, but that, that wasn't needed at all. You basically defeated the purpose and wasted a whole, a whole, uh, storyline right there.
0: Yeah. What is with the wasting our time thing? Um, what do Vince you think is, about? Vince is getting good at that. Oh, yeah, seriously? Seriously. What do you think about uh, uh, what else happened? What do you think about RK Bro?
1: i love it i love rk bro i love it you might hate it i don't know other people might hate it i love it It, it's stupid but it's the kind of stupid that you just love because it's two people that are polar opposites don't go together matt riddle's funny as hell randy when he wants to be can be funny so it just works it kind of gives me a um Eugene and William uh, William Regal vibes like we can do this we can do this shut up and listen but we can do this shut up okay
0: i still think of it as like RVD and Kane
1: i it, yeah like it's basically the same basically the same concept it's just it's two styles that don't go together but when they do come together i feel like it's going to be a great thing and I kind of feel like this is all Randy's idea. Really? Yeah, because Randy's done like outside interviews with people and they've asked them. Matter of fact, even on the Stone Cold podcast, Stone Cold asked him, is there any talent that's impressed you uh, currently on the, on the roster that's new? And he said, I'm not going to lie. That, that riddle kid is growing on me. At first, I didn't get it. But now sitting back and looking at it, he's going to do some great things. And he said it outside of WWE doing interviews, too. He says he's a big fan of Riddle. He likes him. So I kind of feel like this was Randy's thing going on. I feel like this is Randy's input that they're using.
0: Gotcha. Okay.
1: So I, I'm a fan of it. I, I Hopefully, I'm not going to lie, hopefully it leads to the tag titles. I, I would not be mad at that.
0: Uh, I think it's guaranteed to lead to the tag titles. I think you can...
1: Probably push that to, um we are in what, May, July. You can push that to SummerSlam. Like have them win the tag titles around SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. They hold the titles for a little bit.
0: They That'd be for good people too. You got Big Omos, you got AJ versus yeah. Randy. Matt Riddle, you got at least three uh, main eventers, and Omos. So yeah, and it
1: could work. I mean, you get that, yeah, you get that work. happen. They hold the titles for a little bit, then they lose the titles. They can try to get them back in a rematch, and it doesn't work, and that's when Randy does his turn, uh, and that can lead to WrestleMania.
0: Mm. I would have them hold it a little longer than that, but I agree with you. But like holding the past mania Mania would be, uh, Survivor Series maybe.
1: But lose it at Survivor Series.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, yeah, they could lose it at Survivor Series. Then they can try to like rematch for it. Lose Randy, turn on them. Exactly. And then they're both in the Rumble. One eliminates the other, and then the other comes back in and eliminates them, and that's how they set up Mania.
0: Right.
1: Look at that. We just booked out a whole storyline for
0: about. What we're, six, we're seven months? Million. The WWE spies don't deserve us.
1: They definitely don't. Let's let us let us go to MLW and show them and and help them <laughs> out too.
0: I got some stuff. I got some stuff for them.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that was basically. Oh no, wait, hold on. Uh, McIntyre and Braun had their match. If Braun won, he was gonna get into the title match at backlash and make it a triple threat. Mm. He just so happened to win, so now the match is a triple threat. Um I feel like Bobby's getting put on the back burner as the champ right now.
0: For so this Braun and Drew thing?
1: Yeah, I feel like this is more mainly like they're basing this around Braun and Drew and Bobby's just sort of in the background and playing the supporting character, which it shouldn't be that way when you're the world champ.
0: It shouldn't be that way. It
1: shouldn't.
0: But you know what? As I mean, Bobby... Goes, Bobby. I was as long say, as Bobby wins.
1: Yeah, I feel like Bobby goes over at the end of the day, but I feel like this is more eccentric based on McIntyre and uh,
0: Braun. Do you remember... Um, I mean, this is not really anything like that, but do you remember... Uh, uh, the WrestleMania where Benoit yes. won the Rumble. And it was really between HBK and uh, HBK and Triple uh, H. Triple H. Where yeah. And Benoit, Benoit was the su-
1: Yeah. I feel like it could be the same thing. And I feel like Bobby, in this case, is Benoit.
0: Because
1: mm. Bobby's just there to be the supporting guy put the attention on the two big behemoths, and then the third man comes in and saves the day. Mm-hmm. Um, that's right. I,
0: I think, I, I think that's I feel a- like, but, man. but, yeah, moving on past that. Um, yeah, so
1: you want to jump to NXT real quick?
0: Yeah, short NXT news. Um, What are the highlights? Because I don't want to.
1: Well, I can say one home. thing. Yeah. Uh, recently, our boy Road Dog was hospitalized because he had a heart attack. And now he's officially healthy. He's back on his feet. And he was back at the uh, NXT tapings this week. So that's always a good thing to hear.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm glad to see Road Dog getting back, getting healthy and doing what he loves and making, the, making NXT some of the best product you can watch on a Tuesday.
0: Yeah, I definitely feel that. Um, I'm glad he's back. You know, it was crazy to hear about um, him having that uh, that what was it a heart attack. Yeah, yeah. That um, heart attack and um, him he, just being away, but it, it did seem like he was overworked. You know, he's doing that every week is a lot. Yeah, he. I'm not gonna lie, he bounced back relatively quickly. Yeah, a lot, a lot faster. Quicker than, I thought
1: than quicker than most people anticipated.
0: Yeah. Well, let's do. Let's um, pass the road dog thing. Uh, um, I, the big thing I have for NXT um, that I feel like we have to talk about before we move on to SmackDown. Um, cool. Kyle did his thing. Adam Cole's. Give me, give me like a a a quick thought of Adam Cole's interview.
1: It was very Adam Cole, like it was basically everything you anticipated that would happen during the interview, like my time's more important than yours. oh, you're waiting on me, okay, then hold on i get, you have my undivided attention, like typical Adam Cole, his shit doesn't stink uh, i no, I'm not gonna lie, I don't know where he goes from here, yeah, like I don't know, I doubt its main roster. Um, I I think he goes
0: at it with Kyle one more time.
1: You think you think him and Kyle run it back one more time?
0: I think they run it back one more time.
1: I would. um, I don't know what what's Cross doing right now. Is Cross going at it with Kyle yet, or is Cross still like in the air?
0: No, Cross still in the air as well. Everyone's kind of in the air right now.
1: Yeah, because I feel like the only thing that they're really showcasing and highlighting right now is uh, Raquel Gonzalez.
0: Mm. Um, oh, very quick, very quick. Because um, I mean, if you guys that are listening haven't realized by now, we're doing this over uh, over Zoom. Um, give me, give me a real quick thought about uh, the Million Dollar Man managing. Uh, <laughs> Managing my guy,
1: Cameron Grimes Cameron.
0: to the moon.
1: To the moon. You called this. I called this. You called this two weeks back, I believe. Like you spoke this into existence, and if it actually happens, I'm I'm probably gonna do a backflip, or I, I'm gonna He's have gonna to be, I'm gonna have to buy you an ice cream cone or something because you called he this. He's gonna
0: be world champion. Whoa, whoa, the whoa, whoa, dollar whoa. Man manages.
1: Whoa, and whoa, whoa, whoa. We we ain't going that and,
0: and you know what? Going off of his breakout match with Kylo Riley, I'm so sure the million dollar man could pay his way to the title shot.
1: Hold on, hold on. We back up the carriage a little bit here. We ain't say nothing about no world title.
0: Mid card title.
1: Okay, North American title we can do. Now, honestly, Cameron Grimes as a as an NXT World Champ right now, currently, I don't see it.
0: But will give him a few months. With the but way he
1: got it. I mean, if Cross loses the title to somebody, and then you know, let's say he mm-hmm. loses it to Kyle, Kyle holds it for a little bit, and then you want to repeat that that beautiful match you made with him and Cameron Grimes. I don't mind it. I can see Cameron hold the world title then, mm-hmm. but.
0: He could be. He could be that division's Miz. Oh God! Do we need another one? Y'all, y'all gonna stop sleeping on the Miz? We are gonna stop doing it. We I, gonna stop I don't. Uh,
1: I don't disrespect the, the Miz. One of the greatest
0: intercontinental champions of all time.
1: I don't disrespect the Miz, but do we really need two of these guys? Hmm. <coughs> well,
0: it's, it's it's for two different divisions.
1: Alright, I I get I guess we can have one Miz on every show. We we got one on Raw with the Miz. We got one on SmackDown with Dolph Ziggler. And then we can have Cameron Grimes and NXT.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I'll be okay with that.
0: All right, well give me this one. Um I'm trying to manage the time well. Um there's not there's only really one thing to talk about on SmackDown, right?
1: yeah i i got I got two things technically but
0: all right well, this is what we'll do we' time how much time we got but well, the
1: What's two things the i
0: would yeah, say the ahead. two
1: things tie- the two things tie in the one pretty much
0: okay all right down give me this last minute and a half. we'll talk about my big theory that the okay. Gonzalez is absolutely afraid of Mercedes Martinez, and that's why she attacked her during the first match this week when she was beating down Dakota Kai like the roach that she is when she's in the ring with Mercedes Martinez. Man, Any other time, are- Dakota Kai is not a roach because I love Dakota Kai personally, but in the ring with Mercedes Martinez, you are a roach because she is rugged and thuggy and she will not have it. She's the queen of disrespect. And Raquel was shaking in her boots. This is why she cheated and beat her down in that Man. match Raquel is destroying Dakota Kai.
1: Raquel is going to take that disrespect and shove it right up her culo.
0: Mm-mm.
1: Mm. She's going to go find that dog that Ty Valkyrie has and say, let me borrow this. And then go right up the Mercedes Martinez, shine it up real nice, turn that son of bitch sideways and stick it straight up her culo. Your girl is scared, fam. Your hey, that's
0: not that's scared. not that, I don't know
1: what she's
0: talking she, about. That's she's not, not, even my girl. She, she's not even scared. She's not even scared. Bro, that's scared. not my girl. She's my girl scared. is up on raw right now with the world title. Oh, now she's not your girl no more. No, no, she, she was she was my she was girl's homie. Hey, she she's girl. She's
1: scared. Hey, she's still going with that ass
0: oh, though. She's still going with that ass though. Ah fam. Mercedes coming for that belt. What's I don't right? know,
1: man. I don't know. But uh we're gonna jump right into Smackdown real quick. We don't have much on Smackdown. It was a it was a decent show though, but uh some of the highlights were uh Bianca Belair and the Street Profits won their tag match against uh Rude Ziggler and Bailey. Mm-hmm. And I guess now that's gonna set up you know their respective title matches at uh Backlash. And then you got they're teasing again. Rey Mysterio and Dominic getting the the tag titles. You know that's only inevitable. I yeah, feel like that's different. that's gonna that's gonna wind up happening sooner or later. Uh, and then the big match itself: Daniel Bryan versus Roman Reigns.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, you love to see Roman take the victory, the head of the yeah. table, the tribal chief. Yeah. man with the golden hand, but at what cost to Daniel Bryan? Because now there is no more Daniel Bryan. No, um, more, no more Captain
0: Planet. I'm okay with it, honestly. It's time to go. It's time <laughs> to go. That's where I'm at with it. Like, um, as much as I love to see Daniel every week, at this point, if you don't have anything left for the guy and he don't want to be here, Send him off, have him give the rub to somebody, and get it over with, man. I mean, I think he went.
1: If this is really him going out and leaving, I think he went out the you know kind of the best way he could. You know, you mm-hmm. you lost to the top guy in the company at the moment. Yeah. You put your career. You put your career on the line. Yeah. You you know you you did the job, and you built up another guy on the way out who potentially is probably going to be the next best guy to feud with the top guy going forward.
0: Uh, yeah, hopefully. I mean, there's a lot of hopes for Cesaro and he's been reaching for the brass ring for, I don't know how many years.
1: So I to know, go I out
0: agree. and to, to push the the next guy and probably the closest thing to you, um, that they're gonna get for a while until they call up Kyle O'Reilly. Um, oh, is, damn is that! Pretty good that just sounds like a good match right there. Kyle O'Reilly versus Roman Reigns.
1: Yeah, like that. That sounds like a match I could get behind.
0: Yeah, talk about a fucking underdog.
1: Yeah, but I mean, he he served his purpose. He 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 was there for a little bit. He got to come back from his injury, get a title reign in. Mm-hmm. And now he's now he's on his way out. He went out to the top guy, and he uh, he managed to bring somebody up in the process, and it's somebody that the fans can get behind. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I mean that that's pretty much that's pretty much all the stuff I got from SmackDown. You got anything else that you wanna you wanna throw in there?
0: Um. No, nah, I mean it wasn't a whole lot going on this week. I wanted to talk about. Um Naya, not Naya, I wanted to talk about um Tamina's talking smack. But I oh, watched I, it I, back. I
1: actually missed that one.
0: Well, I was I was watching it back because um, I was excited that she got a spot on talking smack to just promo. But yeah,
1: because that's normally the spot where they just let the people go on there and promo and see where they're at on the mic.
0: Exactly. But I, it wasn't. I don't know. It wasn't what I thought it would be. I guess
1: it wasn't as great as you
0: expected. Yeah, it wasn't as great as I expected. Not because of what she was saying, but there was just certain like moments that were like I don't know. Pause too long. Like uh, she like Roman like Roman when he
1: first started talking.
0: Yeah, it was just too. It was too much of a space in between what she was saying. And I was before she got it together and said what she was going to say.
1: I was going to say talking smack is normally like where people can highlight, you know, that aren't really being used where they can talk and try to earn their keep by promo. Mm -hmm. And -hmm. and I was surprised because Bailey, when when Bailey went on there, she did her thing. When Miz went on there, I think that was some of the best stuff he did. And that's kind of what catapulted him back up a little bit. And who else was there? I thought Peyton Royce did a pretty good job too, but you know they ended up cutting her.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even though Peyton Royce arguably was somebody that should have stayed, but
1: yeah, but that's neither here nor there. We've done we've done discussed and defended that topic a million times over.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, so I see, Raw SmackDown. Where, what do we what do we got left? Are we
1: done? Yeah, I think we discussed everything. I think we discussed yeah, I don't everything. Think that we we people to discuss, want to hear us uh, rant
0: about um Apollo Crews for another pod. So I think we got to everything.
1: Yeah, man. You know what? I could rant on Apollo Cruz, but we'll we'll just save that for the next episode because I got a lot, I still got a lot to say about him, but we'll say we'll save that for another time, another place.
0: All right, let's do shout-outs then, brother. Uh,
1: yeah. All right, so I'm going to jump right in. I'm going to start with mine. Uh, we got a friend, a new friend, Bobby Rassels over at All About Wrestling Podcast. Uh, I actually just went on their latest episode, which aired yesterday, Sunday. Um, so definitely go check them out. They're on Spotify, Podbeam, same places as us. Any place you can listen to, listen to music or wrestling. I was over there. We we did the weekly run, uh, the weekly rundown. Had a ball. So go check them out, Bobby Rassels and his lovely co-host over at All About Wrestling Podcast. Uh, and as usual, our people, man, our YouTube people, Reckless Pops, Feds Frequency, Dita Toy Hunter, always great people, always great input. Uh, and you guys definitely should check them out as well. And now, while that motorcycle passes by. I'm gonna
0: shoot it right over <laughs> to you, Stevie. All right. So um as per the last few weeks, uh, because I'm mostly on uh the Twitter Stevie Jobber and the Dangerous Drivers podcast Twitter, I have my Twitter shout-outs. Um some of the same this week. Um, I want to shout out good good cop bad cop podcast. Uh I want to shout out Jada Wrestling and um I want to shout out Wrestling Jeebus one more time. Um, oh, well,
1: I'll never get tired of hearing that name. I love that name.
0: It's a perfect name. It's a perfect mm-hmm. name. Um, so, those three are consistently dropping stuff. But I will say um, for those of you who are more on Instagram, I uh, consistently, consistently, consistently follow um, Wrestling Republic. Mm-hmm. They're doing news, they're doing uh, show reviews for any show like all shows across the board they're doing for new japan mlw all them shows um and they're always posting news half the time i find out news from them before i find it out from anywhere else so if you're on instagram Mm -hmm. and you just want to keep up to date with things and you don't have the time to watch follow uh follow wrestling republic man
1: yeah definitely
0: uh but that's all i got
1: all right. Uh, well, I'm going to do one more shout out and I'm going to shout out our fans, our lovely listeners. Thank you guys for keep tuning in. You know, your, your love and support is why we keep doing this. And without you guys, there would not be in us. So Absolutely. thank you for tuning in. Thank you for checking us out. You guys are the best. And that's pretty much all I got. So thank you for tuning in, guys. Hope you guys tune in next week for our new episode. Have fun, stay blessed, and as always, stay dangerous.